0: You're listening to the Scottish Football Forum's podcast, the home of Scottish Football Banter. Hello and welcome to the Scottish Football Forum's podcast. I'm Craig, I'm the host of the podcast, and I'm joined by John and Chris this evening. All right, guys. Hello. Evening. All right, guys. This is the final podcast of the the season, so it's a a significant one. But before we start the the fun and games, I wanted to to discuss a serious note. A so a couple of weeks ago, I received some news. Maybe I shouldn't be saying this in the podcast, but some pretty serious news. And you know, sometimes your mind it's carried away when you hear something significant and uh, there's all these things, what ifs, go through your head. But it turned out the tenants weren't kidding me on. Tenants actually sent me a free case of oh. beer.
1: Couldn't they believe it? Right, After all these
2: years. Oh of yeah, Chris, yeah. <laughs> I I'll it once. That's so, right. You can that's... retire
1: for the podcast and the, the, the dream has been reached. That's
0: it. So I'm having for the final podcast, I'm of the season, I'm having a can of Tenants It was free, courtesy of Tenants Lager. <laughs> Perfect.
2: So <laughs> that's a can of Coke. He's no drinking today. <laughs> no, I am. Doctor's orders, drinking Tenants.
0: All right. So, it's a, it's a final one. I missed it last week because it was, uh, I thought there was a wee bit of a gap in the football calendar, but no, you've proved me wrong with the Junior Cup and also the, the Qatar game, the meaningful Qatar game.
2: Uh, I we covered a fair bit about We talked a fair bit about the Highland League as well, actually, and the Lowland League. That we could have kept up. talking, that was the uh, thing. Aye. So I think we got we about did, 10
1: it, it was... or
2: 15
1: minutes out of that podcast and we, we could have spoken some more.
0: Yeah, that's what's uh, good was about the podcast, I think. Because uh, at the end of the day, it's really just us chatting about football. That's it. We have a slight agenda, but it's just uh, if we sat down in a pub and discussed it, we would just carry on and just talk for over anyway.
1: Yeah. Just a wee note on the Highland League. Did you see the the, the news today that uh, Ari tweeted from the SFF podcast Twitter feed? There's, um, there's, there's some chat about possibly splitting the league into two. Mm-hmm. Uh, if uh, I, I, if uh, I care I about I it, it's 19. The, the teams are raging about it because they think it would kill the league. And they're probably right. But uh, that's that's one to keep an eye on. It seems yeah, like well, the yeah.
0: league's nothing without the teams. No, it so, sounds
1: must... to me like the Highland league's been forced to do a lot of stuff they don't want to do. Although some of it's maybe good and some of it's maybe is not I don't think that splitting the league from being one big league into two smaller ones would do them any good. But certainly the the playoff, as uh, Andy was saying last week, it, it's kind of brought range came around to the idea of it. So hopefully there's a there's growth there and we can we can see more encouragement movement towards a pyramid. But I don't know what clubs being forced to do stuff and they don't want to do.
2: Yeah, I agree with that. See, uh before they go on, see how uh, did you see the guy on Twitter with the pies? Yes, you oh,
1: see oh how, I've like, seen that a few
2: back and forth. Aye, tasty. Yeah, they what you mentioned. He's like that was a hundred hundred pies he's tried. I don't know if they're all in Scotland or if they're all over. But I spoiled it earlier. He was trying the curly pie at the junior cup final. Do you know I've he seen, says he's I've seen it the a I've seen the picture of him and he's not as fat as I thought he would be.
0: He actually <laughs> looks quite slim. Do you know I had a picture in my head that he was going to be this big massive guy who who would just have pies every night of the week, but no, he just he just looks like a, a normal guy. That's no offence, of course. Normal's good. But I there's a good picture of him Munching a pie in his Twitter feed uh, MFP tasty Aye yeah. Loving the dream Oh aye, oh, I do like a pie Myself Right, we'll move on to the Ireland-Scotland game Because despite us saying that the season was over Despite me telling my wife A number of times No, no, that's it, there's no more football There's no more football there was another big game, game on Saturday night. I'd been looking forward to it for quite a while. And unfortunately, I didn't get a chance to watch it. <laughs> just circumstances meant that I didn't, didn't watch it. I was hoping, I'd went a wee trip to Inverness and I was hoping to watch it in a pub there. But the way the day transpired, I didn't. I, I was on the train, so I tried to watch it via the Wi-Fi there, but that wasn't happening. So, yeah, unfortunately, I missed out on the, the game itself. I've watched the highlights, obviously. Sky Sports had a very good catch-up. I think it was about 12 minutes, the, the show was. Yeah, it's pretty good. show. So, yeah.
2: Huh? I, unfortunately, I missed it, which is frustrating. Hi, I watched it in the pub. So, when you see it and you're watching it in the pub, you don't really like I see as much of it as you would at home, maybe, because I'm a bit distracted by
0: Things. I miss the commentary See in a pub That's...
2: I like to hear the commentator And it just doesn't really
0: work in a pub Because no, you turn that, it up, everyone no. talks louder And it's yeah, just you get a general noise
1: No, 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 no. You, you didn't miss the commentary On this one, it was Ray Houghton Aye,
2: exactly, aye
1: That, that, that famous Irishman burning Castle Milk <laughs> uh, he, aye, he, he, he was in, doing he he was, was, uh, I mean, a bit I, fair, I, we've got a
2: few players That weren't as born in Scotland
1: ah, no, I'm not, I'm not criticising him for it But he was, he was certainly biased towards Ireland <laughs> Uh, I think my favourite one was when he was when he referred to the Scottish defender as if his name was Macbeth. The white shirt, maybe break my leg.
2: <laughs> I see as well. See when I say. I watched it in the pub. I watched it in two different pubs because I watched the first half of the pub and the second half of another. Did you get Cause... chucked out, John? Because I know no, you like. never get never got chucked out. It was just like it was that way. All the screens were in kind of awkward places in the pub. Mm. So, plus pub itself is a bit kind of questionable uh, (laughs) in terms of characters so we moved on to another pub and the second half was better though it was like only what I can imagine being a sardine in a tin is like because you just couldn't move it was parked
0: Uh, sometimes I I like that though sometimes it it adds to the the atmosphere but yeah if you kind of
2: get a drink uh, at the bar kind of get a pint of tenants and oh no it's alright we're standing at the bar
1: that's fine It's
2: all right. <laughs> so I in the, the best place you could be. In.
1: So we're, we're doing a podcast talking about a, an Ireland Scotland game where one person couldn't shoot because he was in a train, one person couldn't really shoot because he was in a pub with awkward angles, and I only seen back see it because it was thirty feet of beam at the time. I did, yeah, totally.
2: I did see it. <laughs> but see in times are like it's one of those. See when you watch it in the pub, you, you don't see as much as maybe what would it if you're watching in the house. No. It wasn't until like that day folk are talking about this McCarthy elbow and I'm like, what elbow? I never even seen this elbow?
3: I've
2: seen it in high, I seen it in the highlights and thought that. I think I, to, to be f- I, I don't kind of doing that all game uh, Yes, there's
0: another one
1: like r- <laughs> right, Their midfield managed to get booked in about 20 minutes just for kicking Scott Brown Aye And that seemed to be a tactic Let's see when they put oh. um, James McLean on for, was it Wheeling? Wheeling? Probably was lucky to still be in the park to be honest for the minute of said uh, uh, to... Obviously, McCarthy was lucky to stay in the park and off on his elbow. Uh, but I was expecting McLean to come on and start booting Brunier. Was yeah, that kind it was of game? Quite I clear
0: have... It was their tactics, which I don't know, it's frustrating, see, when you're on the receiving end. But I think we've, we've all watched our own teams at some point get a little bit too physical.
2: Right.
0: Uh, Brown showed it at the end, and it's funny, it Mike's. Might... Might make me appear like I'm a, a bit of a, a hypocrite, if that's the correct term. And I talk about how I don't really like Brun. but what Brun did, eh, the touchline when he, he just he bars the guy out the way, that's the kind of thing that when it's your own player, you're like, <laughs> aye. aye, just give him a wee bit extra, <laughs> just, it like, i just. Was not even a free kick? always get bad. the ball
2: and the man, but no, he didn't get the ball. He just got the man. It's right. sometimes aye. that's what's needed. It's one of those for Bruin as well. He's like. I wouldn't say he's despised as such by other fans, but he's certainly not well liked by other fans. But when it comes to a Scotland game, <laughs> you'd rather have him on your side. Aye. Definitely. Exactly. He's
1: no... He is. Is that where that can apply.
0: thing is, uh, there was a guy, somebody was getting upset with him. See at the, the McCarthy elbow? Uh, there was somebody getting upset because he was uh, saying something and they were wanting to fight him. And that's the thing about Brown nowadays. He knows exactly how to wind somebody up and he right. knows to. Maybe not walk away, but he knows not to get involved in the, the physical side. So he just has a wee a wee niggle at them and gets them to react, and Aye. which is going to ultimately get them in trouble. It's and not most nice, of the time, but it's effective.
1: Most of the time he laughs it off as well when you, yes. when you see Aye. him. He's, he's the one with the, the laugh in his face. Which is... oh, he's
2: grown up a Aye. lot. Aye. That. Is that, he, he uses it. It's that wee annoyed laugh point? as well. It's that laugh that you watch as Aye. him, <laughs> to, to <be> <laughs> Exactly, John. That's what I'm saying. Aye. See, when he's against us. Oh no, I don't like him at all. But when aye. he's playing, I can kind of appreciate these wee annoying things that he does. I like him before a game as well. See when he can kind of leads the team out, he's totally in the zone. That could be no, that's no one not else around him. him. No, he's just no, totally. It's just in his the... mentality. He's
0: just... he's just. he's like that. Anyway, it's not the zone. He, he's just a wee bit. He's, he's daydreaming
2: the CBBS or something like that. But, <laughs> but aye. But the game itself. But...
1: I, know,
2: wrong. <laughs> I, I think I'm a bit of a missed opportunity, I think, because Ireland, I don't think, are right. a very good side at all.
1: I've um, to think that myself. Uh,
2: don't get me wrong, I don't think we're that much better. Uh, however, it's even though we are moving been as well as we could, of well, our passing is, I think, a lot better. Even though on Saturday it wasn't the best, we, I do still like the fact we're trying to play a bit of football and we're getting results. And we're still two points ahead Ireland as well, so it wasn't the worst result after being one 0 down at half time. And I think the Ireland fans had certainly got a got a, a backs up out, kind of get to be encouraged by that goal. It was brilliant to get that wee early second half goal by Maloney. Uh, yeah,
0: exactly. It's, it's
2: a perfect way to replies. Uh, see
0: the the offside. The the fact that the goal was offside is easy to just feel defeated just because of that. It's easy to just let that that get in your head. So I think Strachan must have done well at half time to, to basically say forget
2: that, forget it's been and gone, go out there and get a result. Aye, it's all right. though, no, we are getting a five million payment from UEFA uh, or FIFA, so it's all right. That's how it works. Dodgy nice.
1: decisions at the centreboard bowl with these But just, like, I just wait. I think what you're saying is that like, we we were rotten in the first half. It was probably the worst I've seen us play in a good while, uh, and we were still only one nil down to. A goal that was offside. And we should mention that the 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 corner they got from that they got the goal from was also came from an offside. Yep. <laughs> there was two offside within that one sort of bit of play that got them in goal that neither of them were picked up. So I think we were we were definitely robbed for that goal. Um we got I suppose the luckiest one on in our way because the only shot was going wide until I hit O'Shea. O'Shea did
0: everything he could to try and uh, avoid handling it. And avoid
1: yeah. uh, con- the contact. It just oh, that's football. It like, just it's nah, just Yeah, good luck. For I, us, so. I, I think I've got. To, I, that's that's our worst game. We came with a draw, so I, I think that's 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 good going as far as I'm concerned. Um, and I think we are a lot better than Ireland. They, not to be disparaging to them, but they don't have anything. I mean, they they were they struggled because they had no McGeady, so they had very little creativity in the park. They only brought Keane on for the last 20 minutes because he did obviously the, the personal tragedies in his family through the week. So I, I'm surprised he played any part at all, to be honest. But um, I haven't said that. I mean, Keane never played the game itself at part in November either. Oh, Long so, started. Yeah, that was the thing that got me. They played Daryl Murphy up front. Now, I can kind of understand that because Daryl Murphy's done really well in the English Championship this season. And he was playing against pretty much English Championship defenders but at no point did he look of any danger at all, and apart from the goal. He, sh- no, he didn't
2: mark him. Did he not have yeah. did, was it all him that had the shot that went through Aye. that Marshall saved his legs? Well, yeah, he, got but he lucky. was
0: through on goal. Uh, and uh, there was a lot of criticism from the, the commentary team about that shot, but seeing that situation, quite often anything on target, and you've got a chance of scoring, so I wouldn't be too critical of him there. I did the right
2: thing, eh? can I can play that across well a cross goal with such.
1: He's certainly a lot better than he was when he played for Celtic. Are we getting <laughs> that? I, I thought I, they I would have done a lot more to try and win
2: the game. I don't think Ireland did enough no. to try and win the game. I, I don't think they can, I think. Uh, which makes it all the more disappointing that we never maybe won the game. Uh, even I after being behind, but...
1: I would tend to agree. I think that, like, they just... what They knew they had to win that game. And they certainly came flying out of traps in the first half, but... They never looked at any quality there to win them they took off their
2: best player as well Hulahand.
1: I think they had to because I think he was in on our one It was in the booking ah, there was a few in the booking but I
2: suppose did I pick anybody the select, I suppose a couple of selection things you're a bit surprised in Forsyth starting was a wee bit of a surprise but I suppose
1: he, that was, maybe was of, the uh, that... I think it was a the fact they didn't have um, Hanley in the team although I thought Russell Martin had a bit of a bad game as well <laughs> So we were all worrying about who was going to play alongside Martin when it was Martin. We had quite a few problems. I don't think Forsyth was that bad. I've seen a lot of people criticise him. I, I don't. I don't think he specifically did anything wrong. I think as a defensive whole, like the whole back four was, it wasn't great. But
2: I, uh, I thought at points in the second half though, we could have done with uh, Robertson coming on just for his kind of ability to get forward, yeah, his kind of pace. It would have helped, especially with Anja as well. On that, on that side, what so was, was wrong with Robertson? He's just not played. He's not played for a couple of... He's not really played much for Hull, so I don't know if that's maybe been in Strachan's mind. Well, Mulgrew's not played either. Aye. He was straight no.
1: in. Mul- Mul- Mulgrew's played a couple of matches, so he's sort of just back sharp now.
2: Uh, and
1: obviously it's... played for against uh, Qatar as well, so that, that kind of made an element of sense. But I don't also, think he's Robertson much at all.
2: I also as well with Robertson, there's been a couple of big games whereby Strachan's not started him. So maybe he's kind of worried about him defensively. And um, Mulgrew, I think it, you know what you can get what you'll get with Mulgrew. Mulgrew has been pretty kind of good for Scotland Dent's played. It was maybe a bit of a risk to play him on uh, Saturday, but I think it worked alright. I thought McGrew McGrew played alright. I, did, I was working. quite surprised that <laughs> Oh why, that was awful. I was quite surprised that we played um, Morrison alongside Brown. I thought Morrison would have played further forward. But
1: It didn't look too comfortable in that position. No, but, but I don't think he's I can kind of understand why he played them there because you're looking for somebody to cover the, the back in the same sort of way you have the two defensive midfielders with Brown in there as well and I don't think Darren Fletcher's been that great for Scotland as he's come back. Certainly, he's, he's done well uh, at club level but I, I mean he looked, he looked lost against Qatar. I thought MacArthur might
2: have been quite
1: good there. We never see much of him.
2: To be able to tell.
1: A, it was, that worried me when they took Brown off and put MacArthur in. Because I I thought my team was just going to go over and after that, but it didn't really you it know, make too much of a difference? So I, what was Anya? But why was she left out? Again, I'm
0: guessing
1: he didn't play much for Watford. I I don't I, Anya was not good against Ireland in Celtic Park either. So I, my my impression was he was trying to go for an attacking lineup because he certainly had Naismith and he had Ritchie and he had um, Fletcher all playing up front. Effectively, but what what that meant was there was no width, and I think we shoot that that was one of the things we definitely lacked in the first half. So when you put Anja on, having not played well against Ireland in November, he was certainly one of our best players. But uh, yes, it was 45
2: minutes fresher. I think the thing with Richie is the, the, end of the, the end of the season that Richie had, it's that's probably why Strachan played him as well. He's no scare he, he had a great end of the season in terms of goals, goals scoring wise, um, and I think. In, uh, at times he kind of looks like a decent player as well He likes to take on players certainly he's no threat to have a, have a shot at goal So yeah, I mean, It's
1: another option they got his goal against Qatar But I don't think he did too much I think he was probably the right job to make aye. For uh, To bring on Anja And Anya obviously was, Like I said he was probably one of their best players in the second half Um,
2: We never created many chances I can't No really
1: No I it. think that, That's probably Ireland's one strength Is they do tend to defend quite strongly I mean, was
0: that's... it Anya that done the one two for the goal? For Maloney's goal, the edge of the box, because I know a lot was made of the, the own goal. But that move was was pretty nice. It was to be honest, it's basic stuff. But when you see it done like that, it's done so nicely, it's it's fre- refreshing to see. I'm sure it was. He was in
2: the box. All... I, can't I can't remember. remember was... a bit. <laughs> uh, Maloney continues to impress, even though he's in the in his kind of 30s now, and like uh, when he went to America, you thought maybe he's not going to play as much, but he's been a key player this campaign, certainly. Uh, but that's probably because we're playing him in the right position. Yeah, yes,
1: I, I agree don't with think that. he was quite as effective uh, on, on Saturday there, but he certainly still, again, was one of our better players.
0: One thing I'm, I'm a bit concerned about is the fact that as this campaign progresses, there seems to be a bit of confidence that we're gonna actually qualify. And I, I find it a bit disconcerting that, that we're getting perhaps a, a bit ahead of ourselves and it's just unusual to me, considering it's been so long since we have qualified. Yeah. It's unusual that we're starting to look as favourites for the, the playoff spot and potentially thinking we can we can go even one step further. And I don't know if it's setting ourselves up for a fall.
1: I think for... I... I think it comes down to the fact of picking up the results we should be picking up because this is probably time to get my, my stat book out because ever since the start of this campaign I've said 20 points should be enough and mm-hmm. we're still on course for that because we've taken the, the the three points off Gibraltar we've taken three points off Georgia we took the three points off Ireland at home and just took a point off from there so I was always looking for ultimately it was going to be six off Georgia, six off Gibraltar four off Poland, four off Ireland so we've now got Four games left, and mm-hmm. we need to get nine points out of that. But the nine points are Georgia away, Gibraltar away, and Poland at home. So that's the ones we've got we should have on course. The other one's Germany at home, so anything you can get out of that would be better. But I did a bit of number crunching um, yesterday, actually, because I'm sad that way not better doing no, this.
0: you're thing.
1: good like that, Chris. I like <laughs> it. So assuming we get those 20 points, we're sitting in 11 now, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I looked at what Germany, Poland and even Ireland have still got to do Ireland are on 9 points the most they can get is 21 but that involves them beating Gibraltar away Georgia at home, Germany at home and Poland away the problem we've got is Germany and 13 and Poland and 14 now Germany's maximum points is 25 so they're likely to finish ahead of us um, whether we beat them or not to be honest the other problem we've got is Poland and 14 at the moment even if we take three points off them, they could still have a maximum of 23. Mm-hmm. So really, both Poland and Germany could still finish ahead of us. The good thing is, Poland and Germany play each other. And that's mm-hmm. the next game that they play. Yep. Unfortunately, if Germany and Poland both draw, that could screw us. Because they'd have Germany in 23 and Poland in 21. If we only get 20 points, we finish up. Ah. So if Germany and Poland draw in the next game, we really need to be taking something off Germany, which would be really interesting because if we drew with Germany, we'd all finish in twenty-one points.
2: <laughs> well, Germany and Poland won't do any, don't, won't do each other any favors anyway. So that's at least one. No, good they each
1: other, which is good. So that's so, good. So, yeah. So there's certainly that. Uh, so really, I think what we want out of that game is a Germany win, because then we can try and take Poland out ourselves.
2: A few. I think, what i what I read earlier if we get nine points though. We are very likely to fit
1: work quite likely to finish as the best third place team. The other problem i have got there is there is that option to be a third best team at the moment. Hungary have got it. A, I had the, a look at that,
0: Chris and that I couldn't up. work it out. Is it Hungary have well, got it just aye. now?
1: They, they discount the bottom team in the group. Yeah. And if I remember right, when the bottom team in their group was Greece, oddly, we have got two draws and four losses. Hi, hi. So well, they did. Like, the Faroe Islands are fourth in that group, <laughs> they're ahead of Finland and Greece. So there's a lot to go there. So Hungary are in a a decent position there. Um I think Hungary well, have got a draw against Greece and they've taken obviously taken points off Fair Islands and Finland. So um, that's that that's a problem there. But we are we are sitting second. Uh have got Hungary and ten points and Scotland in Scotland and eight, that's after five games. So there's three more games for the to count for that. Do you
2: know Who Hungary have still got to play
1: at all? Um off the top of my head, they've no actually off the top of my head. It looks like it's yes. Romania,
2: uh, the Faroe Islands, and uh, Northern Ireland. Oh, well, that's good though, because that's two games. Because that's the two teams like, ahead yeah, of okay. Yep. And uh, and Faroe Islands, have done all right this campaign. Of
1: course, we've got two teams ahead of us as well. <laughs> yeah. So mean, it it's, it's, there's a lot of work to do. I mean, that that there is this interesting scenario at the moment where we could be fourth after the next round of games because Ireland have got probably the two easiest games next. They've got Gibraltar away and Georgia at home. They should take six points out of that, and they're only two behind us. So if we were to take the three off Georgia away, which we're all Scottish, we all remember how that's usually the kind of place we'd screw up.
2: Exactly, yeah, we have up before against, against Georgia. Georgia so, yeah.
1: right. we have to take three off Georgia in that game. That's that's a ma that's a massive game for us now. Um, anything we can get off of Germans would be fantastic and would certainly set us up nicely for the last round of games with Poland at home and Gibraltar away of course again you'd expect to beat Gibraltar away from home so then it comes down to beating Poland at home I think that could be the key but the, first uh, I'd the first headers, let to say Georgia we need to beat them.
0: Uh, Friday the 4th and Monday the 7th the bloody stupid Monday uh, nights it's just
1: well, it's a wee bit of no
2: right, after it then. <laughs> The good thing is, uh, the, the good thing that is, is that Germany at home to Poland. I fancy Germany to win at home, certainly. Yeah, However, are, are we are we playing Germany at home on a Monday night? Uh, yeah. possibly, quite Possibly, September. Yeah. That's brutal. That is uh, absolutely brutal. <laughs> I might try and get a ticket, mind you. I have a pretty pretty. I've, I've missed so, most of this campaign, but see on, see last week in the build up to the game, I was thinking I'm not actually that excited about it. But see, when it came to Saturday, I was like, really? aye, I was kind of up, right up for it. I was nervous. Uh,
1: that's, that's the first time in a long time I've been nervous for a Scotland game.
2: But aye, I, wish, I, almost, I wish I'd just renewed my ticket this campaign, but I'll probably it's go back next campaign. Mm. Uh, it's just when you're buying two, it's a bit more pricey. Right,
1: true. So. Wait, the, the, the other key point is, Ireland have still got to play both Germany and Poland, so anything they can take off those two does us a favour.
2: You still
1: need to watch Ireland behind us. <laughs> yep.
2: However, Ireland are playing Poland in the last game, and by then Ireland might be out of the picture anyway.
1: Well, aye, possibly, but it might also be the fact that if they can take something off Poland and we beat Gibraltar, we go ahead of them. That's kind of what we'd be hoping at that point. <laughs> Well, see, I, on. I don't think to be able to do any favours until uh, the October game's anyway, so until then, they're playing teams behind us.
2: i tell you what, I'll be glad if Wales and Northern Ireland get there and we don't. I know, where <laughs> I, honest, know where... I know
1: I know what you're saying, but they have so much easier groups than us. We are by far and away the most difficult group, and we're doing really well in it. Aye. Well, what about Wales got in their group? They've got something like... The...
0: Cyprus, Belgium... And Dora, the, well, the result against Belgium, we shouldn't overlook that. Oh, they
1: apparently, apparently the second
0: Number best team in the world, if you follow the, the rankings
2: as
1: Aye. rubbish. Aye.
2: Belgium. Belgium are overrated, I've said Aye. this, played them in the last uh, qualifying campaign. They were second in the world bit prior to that game, I think, that's, and now I Wales, are the, Wales are going to be in that's the top ten. That's what I just 10. said, that's what I just Aye. said, John, you don't listen I, to me. I know, but I was continuing, Wales are going to be in the top ten.
1: <laughs> and that's set of rankings. Wales are you going know, to be how, Wales are going to be pot one for the World Cup. Aye, it's draw. When f- is f- this f- World Cup qualifier? I keep talking about because apart from July that finalised, we have pot three because we have got a draw. And apart from July,
2: sometime is it?
1: Is there? Is it? Aye, aye. Yeah, that's what did I
2: you heard. Not, yeah. Did you not see though if we never had if we hadn't played the England games and the Qatar game
1: would have the second pot. Would have been I the second played. pot. Yep. If we hadn't played them at all, brilliant. Great.
2: Thanks for that, See, but the thing is, I have a feeling that
0: the, the England friendly was a deal that was made back when we first played them so uh, that may not be the case that's me just guessing but I think there would have been a deal done there but it's the Qatar game that is shocking that somebody surely realised that us playing Qatar
1: was <laughs> play not going to
0: do us any good
1: yeah but if we played somebody better and beat them then it would have been great it would actually helped, but because Qatar were too low right rank it didn't help us much at all and so meant that we we actually kind of lost out on points Obviously, wasn't England didn't help either. We need yeah. Ah. Speaking, of, speaking of England, what group are they in again? Narnia, Westeros, ah, Ireland, yeah. Slovenia. I think they've got the easiest group, but a lot. They always get easy groups, but then no. that's because. But then you can see that the well, big you know that. are usually top seeds. Aye,
2: see, see, so that's, see, a group, oh, group I hope
1: we always get the easy group this time. and England get a difficult group. So. I don't... So about time to a difficult if, qualification campaign.
2: If Wales get there, we oh, no, don't. Kind of the
0: draw it. is the uh, 25th of July. There we go. So there's no games until then. So that's why we, that's why it's pretty much set in
1: stone. I'll tell you what the most surprising group is. Group A, Iceland are top. I had the Czech Republic and Holland and Turkey.
2: <laughs> but, that, but there's a few of the big teams not doing well. I mean, it's not just, uh, I, net,
1: not just Holland. I know but Spain are at least second in the group, Germany are second in their group, and uh, Russia might be a big name, but our team's garbage. Italy we are second in their group, but so it's like they might not be doing well, but they're still in qualification kind of positions. But the Holland are heading for the playoff. Aye, that's exactly what we'll, exactly we'll get That's
2: exactly what
1: we'll get If we Scotland end not in the playoffs we'll go Holland, because we never get an easy game in that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but if you looked at most of the other ones you would be you'd fancy your chance against both other teams if it comes to it in the playoffs.
1: Well at the I moment think... you've you've got Holland, Israel, Ukraine, ourselves, Slovenia, Hungary. If Hungary took the, the, the top third place team, of course we wouldn't have to play them. Russia, Norway oh, I do to fancy playing Norway to be honest? Albania Yeah, the, it... Portugal's group. I know, I know Serbia and Albania have got points deducted and stuff but <laughs> still Albania being has got to be
2: kind I mean, Albania
1: went ahead I think there was some cracking goals in that game did you see him? The, the Albania goal was an absolute peach but then Cristiano Ronaldo was playing and scored a hat-trick and one of his was an absolute peach You know, in fact you know what You know what? it was even better the two goals England got that uh, Wiltshire scored I've not seen
2: them
1: and he scored a peach and then proceeded to score an even bigger peach <laughs> I no, think that was his first goals for England. It was, eh? Uh, yeah. And uh, Wayne Rooney's now a goal behind uh, Bobby Charlton's all-time England record. So. Sorry, I've I watch. uh, been watching too much ITV this weekend. <laughs> I was watching
0: the Gibraltar keeper. He was he, he seemed like he had a, a good game against Germany despite losing seven goals. He saved it, it relatively, uh, No, no. It was one of those uh, things that you would see on YouTube. And if the, the way the highlights looked was this guy's a world class keeper. But he did do a good job. He was making save after save after save in between the, the seven goals, of course.
1: You know what, so, well, With the, the, the best third place, Holland. I'm just looking at their games. They've got Turkey, Kazakhstan, the Czech Republic, and Iceland. It's not a play. So again, the two teams are ahead of them, but the two teams that play ahead of them at
2: home.
1: Yeah, and I think they still fancy their chances to catch one of those two, and get the automatic place. So
2: see as well as Iceland, though, Austria top of their group. Austria are pretty good.
1: Did I? watched a bit of their game against Russia at the weekend and they looked pretty good. They do probably should have beaten Russia a bit more. and that's really? that's in Russia. That's the first time Russia have been
2: beaten on home so in about five years. Aye. I know uh, They've obviously got Alaba. Who else? They've got these days. Austria these days. I think They still got Fuchs.
1: <laughs> Try to, begin
2: it <laughs> <laughs> to be careful with that. Do you remember? Do you still kind of qualify for tournaments back in the nineties? Yeah. Uh you've got Yanko. Tony Polster. I remember Tony Polster. Big perm. <laughs> remember him? Who's your legend? Well, we move on from oh, the, the international from... games. <laughs> it's a great
0: sure
1: place for Red Stars at uh, Salzburg. So she playing pretty well. Aye, I'm done talking about national football. Right, was done enough, so uh, we can we can move on and talk about. Uh, well, it's the last podcast of the season, so we need to look back in the season and call our highlights. I suppose, don't we?
0: That's it. Aye, aye. aye it's it is a good time to to look back at the. we ignore the the bad times <laughs> of the season because I could moan about that the loads. But we'll look back at the positive times and uh well we discussed uh, talking about the, our favourite moment but I was gonna kinda of bend the rules a wee bit if that's okay and I was gonna say the favourite moments. Now I did consider the the Celtic semi final.
2: I did I, enjoyed I did that, consider
0: eh? that. <laughs> uh aye, aye, but then it I didn't work out very well. But what I thought was the playoffs. <laughs> For me, eh, that feeling of nervousness, excitement, belief, belief from from a very low point eh, at times during the season, just that kind of outside hope that we we, we could maybe make it to the the Premiership, and really been been almost sick before games through nerves, eh, jumping up and down even when. A Rangers player was was knocking the ball out for a throw-in. That kind of yes, we've got another twenty seconds that we can hang on. That kind of thing I've not had very often at Ibrox, so I think that was my highlight. Despite it obviously ending in disaster in the the final two legs, uh, the scoreline anyway. Uh, but yeah, I think I'm going to include the the playoff, uh, quarterfinal, semi-final, and to a lesser extent the the final. Right, what about
1: you, Chris. Well, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna give two. And I don't I'll explain why I'm gonna give two because my ultimate highlight of this entire season was the Sean mm-hmm. Maloney goal against Ireland. Yep,
2: that's my that's what
1: that's that my Absolute brilliant moment. I was well, I was behind the goal at that uh, at the game. Seeing Celtic uh, Park full of uh, Scotland fans was just going absolutely ballistic. It was unbelievable. Um mm-hmm. and it was such a good goal as well. It was yep. it, you always moan about the short corners and then when they pull off that move and it was just absolutely fantastic. and like I said, that's probably my highlight of the entire season. But I suppose if I was going to pick a Celtic highlight of the season, it would probably be again wasn't even that. Uh, the Montjogged to get the Equalizer against Anto Milan. Because that was that, that was a fantastic game. I thought it was a massive trouble in the first 20 minutes because we were just gifting goals left, right, and centre and then pulled it back to two each in very quick form uh, just uh, midway through the first half then we made that crucial error by Craig Gordon at the end of the first half to gift them the lead again and spent the rest of the second half chasing it only to get it back and we went I mean, we went to Milan with belief and we played unbelievably well with 10 men over there but the the, the moment Gennetti got that equaliser it was just it was one one of those nights that it was great to watch, but I wish I'd been there. I felt like I was missing out on being there, but it was still a brilliant moment. Yep.
0: Uh, it's good to die. Uh, you, you can't beat European nights. Not that I know much about them. My memory's <laughs> not that good nowadays. But yeah, uh, I, I can't remember. I think I watched one of the legs on the telly, but not the other. I can't remember why. Cause even if it's not Rangers, way, like, even if it's not Rangers, I, I still enjoy watching Scottish teams in Europe and not not quite cheering them on, Chris. I'm, I won't get too far. I've only had half a can <laughs> of tenants, but but yeah, watching them and seeing how how
2: we get on. Right, so what about you, John? You mentioned the Maloney goal, but anything else? I the Maloney goal is definite. Uh, it's one of those ones I was watching at home. And probably if you were, like had a secret camera in the house and football well, looking at it, they'd be like, "What the fuck's he doing?" When I celib- <laughs> celib- when I was celebrating, Because so I must have jumped about halfway across the room. <laughs> uh, and I, so that was a good moment. But i that's probably all been one particular moment. I think just the consistency we showed, um, and then the title challenge up till obviously it faded after the split. So that the consistency probably actually the season finishing now, McKenna signed his new contract. That's a major highlight because at one point on Friday it was a bit of panic thinking that maybe he was actually going to go to Rangers. So for the Aberdeen to come out that evening and say that he'd signed a four-year deal, that's a major highlight So it brings a bit, fair bit of stability to the club in terms of players buying into what he wants to do. It'll make players keen enough to sign if they know that the manager's going to be there for four years. Yeah, So there's certainly that. And uh, I have to say I enjoyed well beat Rangers in the playoff.
0: Like, oh, you, can't, you <laughs> that, can't, include that, John. <laughs> how how could I not? No, that's
2: not allowed. That's not part of the rules. Uh, but I think overall, like the Scottish football probably gets a bit a bad press elsewhere. But that season's been pretty good. Uh, Inverness were in the Scottish Cup. Yeah, it's a good thing. there has been teams teams are kind of doing well. I think Saint Johnson continued to impress. Yeah. They've been they'd be frighteningly consistent.
1: You're up for a fourth season in the drop. That's, that's amazing. I mean, I, like Craig, you're saying you don't remember European nights. Yes, you do.
0: Aye, aye, aye Chris, you're right. Aye, because <laughs> I forgot about my trips to McDermott Park. Yeah,
1: go another, we Must have another one coming up oh,
0: shortly. Aye,
1: aye. Me and my mate uh, will definitely. Well, oh, incidentally, for... the, 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 that's probably something worth noting the draw for the first and second qualifying rounds of the Champions League in Europe. A week are Monday. We're not doing a podcast just to come and talk about it, though. It's
0: just uh, There's just yeah. not enough of a break, is there, uh, during the, the, the summer? And no. I know that some will say that footballers it. are professionals and they're athletes and, and guys off the street like us don't have a break from playing football. Well,
1: I mean, I I was joking about the fact that Mark Reynolds, a summer holiday was Sunday, but um, I, I know I've I seen St. John's were back in training today. I've... We were talking before the podcast, John was trying to find out if Aberdeen were back in training as well because obviously they start at the same time as St Johnson. And,
2: you know, aye, like,
1: that's Wednesday. We aye. Start. Is it Wednesday? So basically, Mark Reynolds has got a three day on holiday. Aye it well, sure that like he will be giving that an extra few days because he was away in Scotland? Team.
2: Well, Niall McGinn, I know Niall McGinn, he's away to San Francisco on holiday because i seen that in Twitter today because I was having it after a week and I lost for Aberdeen players. so I was trying to figure out if there was any pitch or some training or anything like that. And then i seen he was off to San Francisco, but he's almost been away from Northern Ireland. Right. Uh, but I spotted this way the pre-season fixtures Aberdeen and St Johnson are actually playing each other in pre-season before oh. their first uh, European fixtures They'll obviously try and help each other out oh, that's not a bad idea we should
1: give it's well, game
2: <laughs> so uh, i will be interesting to see what the draw's like and then obviously we've got the, the Premier League the Premier Premier League Premier Shub fixtures are coming out on Friday Yes. So, it interesting to everyone will be wondering who they get see the opening day of the season and whether they'll even play an opening day of the season because it would depend whether Celtic decide to play a, a friendly or something like that, you
1: know? I'd imagine we'll, we'll... I think we'll probably play our first game of the season we usually do. The I mean, last season we didn't because Celtic Park was still shut for the, getting turned back into a football stadium after the, the Commonwealth Games opening ceremony. But, um, obviously, we, our, our opening day should be flag day again. Uh, I'd imagine Hearts will have a flag day as well at home. If the, the fixtures are done properly,
2: Aye, so, well, Aberdeen have been at home quite a few times recently in Nottingham Day, so it's kind of few of the boys think we'll be away from home and that we might be at Hearts actually.
1: I'd imagine Rangers will be away from home as well, because usually South at home Rangers are away. But then you, when's the Championship season start? Is it the week before or the same week as the Premiership? Or...
0: we definitely play the Petrifact Training Cup. Before the the league yeah. season starts, oh, the big one. Uh, that was because we played Hibs and that last season. Yeah, I'm not hundred percent sure.
1: Well, your fourth crack at the the Ram, no, Rams, the Rams's Rams Cup before and the Pepper Factory Cup now. Oh, so it's uh, an, another season, and uh, you've now got four managers to pick from because um, that was that was today's news. Because as well as having all my questions garden and weave and. <laughs> McDowell's and Kate, Garden and Weave, and Stuart McCall's probably still in a book somehow. <laughs> no, I now, think
0: McCall's alright. I think he's fine. But yeah, uh,
1: you, you've sent out for sandwiches, I think. Is that what I read? War, no, you've got a guy called Warburton.
0: I, uh, I think that's. I'm glad you went for the sandwiches joke and, and you didn't uh, talk <laughs> about the other one that you mentioned, Chris, i seen on Twitter uh, about <laughs> uh, potentially
1: relations yeah. with. Uh, uh, I posted the inbred <laughs> joke on the forum days before I posted it. On
0: <laughs> but I aye. He's been brought in, and I think it's uh, he's an exciting, an ex- exciting prospect. He's obviously had a good, good time at Brentford, but his career is so short in managerial terms. His CV looks brilliant, but he's only had those two seasons, so it's uh, it's exciting that he seems to be uh, talking the talk. He's not coming in saying that he needs money to splash out on big name players. He's talking about building from the the top right down to the bottom. But we'll see. We'll see. There's a lot of work to be done because there's half a team there. We do have a lot of the, the same players that finished the season yeah, under McCall, but there's just no strength and depth at all because there's 11 or 12 people left. A lot of them duds. Uh, the but yeah, there's a lot of work to be done. There's talk of Danny Wilson come in, which I, I, I don't know. I've seen
1: that today, yeah.
0: Davey Weir's perhaps, uh, the key there, because he was mm-hmm. quite instrumental, I think, That's in his development, job. despite it only being for a short period of time. Uh, and it's surprising me that he's considering that move. But anyway, and then maybe McLeod getting him back, which sounds maybe lazy journalism. But then Warburton didn't flat out deny that when it was put to him.
1: Because uh, it was Warburton that signed him. Ah, oh,
2: he's well, been
1: injured from McLeod his, since he went down there. So, right, it might because that, that's thats the key for the, the Warburton signing, actually. He doesn't have too much experience managerially, like, 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 like he's only been at Brentford yep. previously, but he's, he's done well with them. I mean, he took them into the, the, the playoffs, and then well, obviously they, they get thumped off by those, bro. Well,
0: even taking them into the championship was a big deal because they hadn't been yeah. there for 20 years so to do yeah, that so and then work. play off straight away is is a very big feat but the only thing is the only thing that concerns me a bit is the fact that so often we see managers just getting lucky something clicks at a job and it just yeah. works for them and then they move uh, either going upwards or going sideways and it just doesn't work for whatever reason, uh, obviously I hope he seems it to work.
1: have had he's had a very short period of time to to get that success, and i I've seen that elsewhere before, and I, I, I certainly I've seen a lot of people going, oh, he's now the best manager in Scotland. Mm. How do you know? It's, this is the thing, it's like I've seen them going, Oh, he's better than Ronnie Dyla and I'm thinking, Well, Ronnie Dyla came from nowhere but then he t- his his pedigree was more he'd taken an unfancy team and over a long period of time had built them into the position they were actually champions in Norway when you So uh-huh. He, he actually had time to prove what he could do whereas Warburton like you say it could possibly be he's just had a good run of luck with the, the, the team we don't know yeah. the, the, the thing the thing for me for Warburton is he's, he's very into the, the youth set up and he was instrumental in putting together the next gen series which Celtic played them for a couple of seasons it was just a sort well, of it was a youth version of the Champions League before yeah. UEFA decided they were going to have a youth version of the Champions League uh, which basically killed off the next gen series because you've all known and all seen and all encompassing. Um But I, I mean, I went along to some of the next gen games and they did look like they were well worthwhile because I mean, I mean, I, I sat and watched Celtic playing Barcelona one day. <laughs> um, just it was well, Barcelona again looked far better than Celtic did, but there was other games against like Spawn Lisbon and stuff. It was it was good experience for the youngsters.
2: See, so going back to the, the fixtures, the Championship, League One, and League Two start the week after the Premiership.
1: Oh, so you could have Rangers at home in the first game, then. So that's
2: on spfl.co.uk. Mm, yeah, then the Lad, I should say the Ladbrokes Championship. Aye.
1: Yeah, as as I joked when the, that, that sponsorship came, the final I did manage to get red and white ribbons on the yeah. trophies. Aye. i still <laughs> not the to end end a season, season
2: s- ticket, but I will do. Yeah, I've got till the end of the month. See, there could be a possibility. Warburton's been bringing in for his business now as well. Because in but, terms of looking after the playing side of things and making sure yeah. there's no... He was previously um, he, uh, director of football. He was also head coach. He seems to have done a wee bit of everything. He worked in London in the, <laughs> in, the, in, the, in the stock market. Did he? Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. He's got a business background before he was... Uh, he, he was involved in youth systems at a few different clubs. Don't think he ever really could have made it as a footballer and ended up going to work in the financial sector in London for quite a while and before going getting into coaching.
0: I still think that uh, there's talk of Cathro, uh, I still think that could happen because uh, his statement seemed to suggest that he was wanting to move back to Scotland for family reasons and that management wasn't his first priority. So I think that could happen. Uh, the coaching role uh, As a short term thing which, which I think would be nice. I think this. He's got an impressive CV, uh, particularly at his age. Yeah, the stuff he had done Dundee United, uh, something like the the head of the youth development at 22 or something like that. Anyway, it was it was ridiculous because he was at the similar age of the people he was uh, head of.
1: I'm not convinced that. Like, I don't. I think the position he's been on before he probably. I don't see any reason for it to take a kind of director of football kind of thing, so coaching might be a way to go, but I don't I don't, I don't, don't think that's now Rangers' priority. I think that now that they've got the management team in place, they need to set up a scouting network, they need to set up a youth network, and they obviously, shorter term, they need to give out. A... <laughs> just got completely derailed about people talking in the background. <laughs>
2: Hi, my son came in to tell me that on FIFA he's got Pelly on loan for five games. <laughs> no like Pele, at Southampton, but the Pele. So, like, <laughs> is it's, it's, he still playing? What do you mean, is he still playing? Oh, but they've got legends and all that. The, the pills uh, must be, be working him. for him. And I was is- going to say
1: that, he, he can certainly get himself up for a game. Aye. Aye. But uh, I, as I was saying, I think there's other priorities for the Rangers. is the youth, the, the the scouting, and they obviously need to get first team put together for next season. Yep. But what well, I mean... We've certainly seen the promises for Dave King, so now that he's got the management in place, uh, management team in place, get him back. Put your money where your mouth is. Mm.
0: Aye, that's not his style, Chris. And no, he's, going to put
1: your, he's going to put your money where his mouth is.
0: <laughs> aye, aye, once he gets it, aye. I need to sort that out. I will be staying. I will be going for another season. Are you, what are you doing, Chris? I know you're not continuing your season ticket, but are you... Are you aiming for a game a month? Are you are you just going to see how it goes?
1: I'm going to see how it goes. To be honest, I'll, I'll pack up games where I can, but it's, it's just one of the well, times now allocated to other things these days. So it's, I'll, it's not that I'm not going. It's just that I, if I got time, I'll go. Yeah. Think?
2: What about you, John? Uh, well, I work a lot of weekends, but I'm hoping to try and get to more games this year. only I mean, is just maybe a bit of forward planning. Um. I would like to try and get to a European game before and maybe go on holiday. Or even better it would be even better if Aberdeen were still in Europe when I get back on my holiday. Uh, I grab the so chance where you
0: can, John. I would just go for the first aye. first
2: appearance. I don't want to so risk it. We'll see we'll see what the draw is in terms of that. And then I'd like to try and maybe catch a couple of the Scotland games. Um So I will see what happens. But I the season will be soon upon bonus anyway. I've certainly got him penciled done anyway. The the
1: Germany game and the, the Poland game because I've got another half and half scarf to buy. <laughs> half and <laughs> what half. What you need
0: scarf. to do is you need
1: to buy a oh. half and half top. That's has <sighs> yeah, gone too that's, far. No, that's the next level. That's. Half I've I've before. got I've got the three tops in the cupboard. That's enough. <laughs> I've actually got four because I've got a whole man away Scotland top because I'm Scottish. Let's face it. <laughs> I keep making this, I keep feeling like I'm having to justify myself feeling this group. It's like, like okay, I, I do have Irish background, okay, I do have Polish background, but I'm Scottish, I want Scotland to qualify, the other two qualifying would be a bonus. Well,
0: Chris, when I was younger, I used to watch a lot of German channels on Sky, that doesn't mean I want Germany to top the group.
2: <laughs> <laughs> nah, what kind of German
0: channels are you watching? <laughs> Back in the Analog Sky days. Uh...
1: I remember those days, RTL1 and things like that, you would trying to watch the Bundesliga going <laughs> Aye, aye. 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 I did. I used to try and watch a Bundesliga because I liked Borussia Dortmund because I liked that womanist yellow uh, strip they had when they, they won the European Cup in
0: 1997. Uh, well, everyone else is watching something else, Chris. You were trying to find a football.
1: Yep.
0: <laughs> I'm sure you are watching something with balls as well, Craig. <laughs> Possibly. I also wanted to mention the, the charity bit. I know that we've already mentioned, we've already discussed this, but I, th- I wanted to reiterate that we were donating the money to the Edinburgh Sick Kids. Uh, yes. £420, if I remember correctly. Might have been 25 can't remember 100%, but yeah, it's good. I'm glad that we managed to
1: do that this season. Oh, can you see what we're talking about bets? Can I also say thanks to Greg? Because his uh, 1 1 suggestion was is, is that what I put my £5 bookie. I it was your free bet one yep. and was all well, I'm thirty-five quid up for the weekend
0: good I went for both teams it's to score just great. which was a bit it was just over even so it was still good but yeah pleased with that as
1: well I don't think I've ever won a oh, correct score bet until it's now it's too
2: tough I don't bother with them
1: no I don't I do bother either but I just it felt right Eat. this one and obviously it was so. yep
2: uh, I mind doing them for uh, one of the big tournaments once and I can win a couple just because it was like just for a bit of interest. Mm-hmm. Like when it's like a game like South Korea against whoever, just put a pound bet, see if they come in. I uh, had a couple come in, but a- a- difficult. You... My,
1: my pound bets usually get scuppered by football at Romania. Like, I, there was one week, there was one sort of international break that Romania screwed me in two separate bets, like one the Saturday and one the midweek. <laughs> So I'd never bet on the radio. it be things like that.
0: If that happened to me, I just wouldn't have bet on anything. Right, well, I think that's us getting to the end of the podcast then. But before we go, well, I wanted to, to thank everybody for listening to the podcast over the, the season. And I wanted to thank everybody for listening over the last four years. Because it, it's been good that I've really enjoyed it. I've really enjoyed what the, the podcast has become. Started off trying to find its feet and try to find a tone, and I think we've we've got somewhere that that I really enjoy. It's it's what I've always imagined it to be, which is basically just us meeting up via the the virtual world at Skype and chatting about football. We do have a a slight agenda that we try and follow, but really it's we're discussing things that we want to discuss. We're doing something that we want to do for fun. So uh, I'm I'm glad that, that people have listened and allowed us to do that. And uh, the charity bet money again is another incentive that's kept us going and allowed us to pat ourselves on the, the back at the end of the season that we've given money to three children's charities uh, over the years. Probably over £1,000 if we counted it all up, which I think uh, is good. And thanks to McBookie for that, uh, donating the, the, the bet every week. Two bets. So I definitely recommend them if anyone's looking to, to open up an online account because they they didn't have to be good to us like that. Uh, this...
1: can I just point out we've had four bet uh, four charities uh benefit for bets because we we had York, Hill, we've had quick Sargent, Sargent. we obviously this year we've had uh, the Edinburgh sick kids and then we also had the beach in one year. Did we? I'd forgotten all about that. Yes. So what? I think it's the one time we didn't go to a kids' charity but it was a cancer charity instead.
0: Good shout, Chris. I'd forgotten about that. Yep. Aye, so we can pat ourselves in the back even more.
1: Huh?
0: And there's been some, some laughs and some alcohol along the way as well. Tenant Slagger sponsors the the podcast unofficially, <laughs> thanks to their freebies. Oh, by the way, I used didn't get any of the cans. You can come round if you want to my
1: house and collect a couple. Oh, no, I'll pass. But... I'm all right. I'm all for coming. <laughs> is that, is there anybody at off watching? <laughs> in fact no what's, what's him higher is M D grey goose
2: <laughs> see I'm trying to get Bra- I'm trying to get Brahma involved but I don't know whether <laughs> how I don't know how good they are English as the Brazilians so we'll see what happens I've tweet I've tried to mention them in Twitter but I think that I'm on tar ah,
0: they're not as good as tenants aye. that's tenants are the good guys at tenants good guys at McBookie and good guys at tenants bye so the, the, the last podcast this season the podcast will definitely be back next season uh, we might be looking at a, a slightly different lineup, uh, Chris. You might get promoted, no extra pay though, but you might get promoted to to be lead uh, or whatever you want to call it, host. John, what you going? To, what's your role going to be? Um, uh, know, I'm making cheeky
2: jokes
0: about balls. Anchor, maybe. Aye, uh, something along those <laughs> I lines. I Anchor. that I... that's about
1: really, uh, well, I'll and, get annoyed, and you'll be director of podcasting.
0: I'll be the director of podcasting. I'll be. Uh, Possibly taking a, a bit more of a back seat and making uh, appearances that will be deemed special guest appearances uh, as everybody clamours to hear my boring voice again.
2: You need to get folk to send their CV to see if they're interested in doing the podcast next year. Get your CVs in.
1: That's, on, on that note, if anybody's interested in being a guest in this podcast, send a message to at SFF Podcast on Twitter because we're always looking for guests. Any team you want, don't care who you support. Yep. Preferably
2: a Scottish team but even You don't,
0: society, even know, don't even need to know much about football Because most of us don't, don't even watch really. it most weeks But uh, No, I think, so, I think uh, all you need to be is really passionate about football Because as you say, uh, uh, quite often I don't watch the highlights You don't even need to sound exciting Because I'm on it every week and I'm boring is there anything? You might need to know stats like Chris But if you don't, then it doesn't matter You might <laughs> like to talk about Aberdeen a lot like John, but if you don't, then that doesn't yeah. matter. That would, that would give us a, a different slant on things. Uh, so I, I hopefully we get a few guests on. Uh, we'll maybe get the the usual faces like uh, or the usual voices like Pelly. We'll see if he's available after your son's been speaking to him. Still <laughs> uh, be speaking. Hi, bye. Well, thanks a lot for the guys for coming on for the podcast throughout the season and. Well, uh, I'm sure I definitely will speak to you next season when we, when we return when I return when you return at some yep. point
1: was that, it three weeks time
0: aye. aye, when the season resumes in three weeks time,
1: aye <laughs> when Aberdeen played their first leg aye. we wanted something to talk about it.
0: right, cheers, thanks
2: a lot right, cheers, thanks for listening cheers, see you later, bye